Mission with Jonesy and Amanda. Oh, look, our next guest, we do love her. She's had a career boasting the title of the longest-serving female character in Australian TV history. Lynn McGranger, of course, is the woman behind the home-and-away character Irene, but there's so much more to Lynn than just Irene. She's been brightening our screens for years. She's a wonderful human being. She's written a new autobiography, Acting Up, Me, Myself and Irene, and she joins us now, Lynn McGranger. Hello. Well, good morning, guys. It's been way too long between drinks, hasn't Mm. it? Absolutely. Uh, I'm flicking through the, all the amazing photos in your book. You've, yeah. you know, that's uh, how Amanda says she's read the book. No, no, no. It's, it, there's a lot that's covered in here that we don't know about you. And I love the teenage stuff about your fad diets. Tell us all the weird – I can so relate oh. to this. Well, you know, because I kind of was a teenager in the in the mid to late 60s when, you know, you had your twiggies and your, you know, uh, your Jean Shrimpton, Shrimpton, that was probably her anyway, Twiggy. Um, but, you know, that was the, the, it was almost like the 1920s, you know, mm. flat, flat breasted and, and no, snake hips and all of that. And I was a bit more of a grew, I think I explained, you know, I was like a barrel on pins. And my mother from a, <laughs> very early age really wanted me to be slim and she didn't for no other reason than she wanted me to be happy and my, my, my sister's a, you know a little woman and she never struggled with her weight and I didn't she just had me on diets um, from a very very early age like you know I remember taking Vitaweets with Vegemite um, to, to school while all the other kids had like delicious egg sandwiches mm. and and um, you know Devon and tomato sauce rolls and things like that so I became a bit of food obsessive from an early age because I was restricted. Mm. My mum was always had me on fad diets and because ultimately that led to a, uh, an, an uh, eating disorder which I didn't recognise then but which of course we now know is a form of bulimia. Oh, God. And, and what's your relationship with food like now? Oh, fabulous. I love it. Mm, I love love it. Um, I do. I really love it. It's interesting because I've I've found over the years the balance between input and output. Mm. You know, um, what you put into your body, you need to be able to use. Otherwise, it gets stored um, in places you don't want it to be stored in. And uh, um, uh, now I have a great relationship with it because I really appreciate it. I love it. Hell, Ada Nicodemo, who can eat for Australia, is one of my best friends. So, Mm. you know, spending time with her, you've got to love food. And Mm. she works out. She does a lot of working out. not saying that you do Yes, she does. She works out like a demon. Absolutely. Uh, We rarely get our show is so inoffensive. We never crack the radar for Google, Google alerts, but our senior producer here one day was woken up. There was a series of Google alerts about shocking on-air moment, and it was about us and you. And apparently we, we, sh- we shocked you last time we spoke because I, I mentioned that you it looked like that your role in the early days was going to get axed. Uh, Irene's character was going to get axed, and you didn't know that. No, I did not know it, love, and it's actually in the book. Yes. You guys get a, get a mention, and it, it's like because it was such a shock that because I didn't see it coming. And, you know, when you're talking to someone on live radio and they suddenly go, oh, so I <laughs> you were nearly sacked. 
in 2003. I was like, what the fuck? What, is, <laughs> what on earth? And so, you know, I told Paul and, and uh, of course, we Googled and, and we found uh, Coral Druin's name. And I did remember Coral. And I know she was a, a great champion of Irene. But, um, yes, it was just one of those moments in life where you kind of get a bit of a, a shake-up yeah. and, and realise that you're not... You, you know that that your job is is only as good as the the next day you're, you're employed. But the thing about a book, it just brings out so many many things because you write the book, and having written one, I can say this: it's quite cathartic because you write the book. But then all of a sudden, there's a lot of stuff out there that people will ask you about. So, for example, oh, yes. you used to smoke a bit of pot. Uh, and that's documented <laughs> yes, in the book. Apparently, apparently, yes. <laughs> this is all news yes. to so you. The Tim Tams you had to work off news? somehow. Although I will say this: if I went to home and away, so I was to go into Summer Bay and I saw Irene, I would reckon that she would partake. I would say, <laughs> I would see Irene, and I'd say. Yeah, I think Irene partakes. Partakes. Look, back in the day, she probably did. Although I don't know, she was even though she was a you know a raging alcoholic and she was a mean drunk. I don't. I think she's a bit straighty one eighty. I think I think she's a bit straighty one eighty. And and whilst it would be okay to you know to to down a bottle of scotch and then punch someone's lights out, it wouldn't have been okay to partake of the oh. dreaded weed. Um, but um, can I tell you a quick funny story? Please. We used to have um, there was a um, our uh, back in the late 90s when Irene was on the wagon, which, of course, she is always, um, they decided that maybe Irene did partake. Oh. And the, the, the then uh, set di- uh, dresser, art director, decided to be nice if she had a little bong on her set. Oh. So I used to have, I'm serious, a bong. It looked like a vase, but it was actually a bong. And it was part of the set on Home and Away. But um, uh, somebody nicked it. So, oh. And I know, I know, uh, never to be seen again. A bit like the original hamburger phone was oh, nicked. So, oh. uh, so I know. Uh, I, I remember know. that. I remember that episode. That was the Dave's not here episode. <laughs> 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 I remember it well. Uh, now enough about you for a minute. How's my? Uh, you, no doubt you saw my audition with uh, with Georgie Parker. Uh, so yes. How's yes. that all going? What Is do there, you think, yes. Lynn? Is there a chance oh, for him? Look, honey, uh, it's so hard. Look, it's a hard dig to get into, particularly when you're not, and no offence, Jonesy, but when you're not, you know, 24 anymore, mm-hmm. um, in, unless there's a specific role for you. See, I think it'd be quite a good idea to have a radio station in Summer Bay. All of a sudden, and, out of all these years, a radio station just pops up in Summer Bay. Uh, well, why not, love? Everything else does. There's suddenly a sinkhole or... <laughs> You know, he's got a name. <laughs> Jonesy in the sinkhole. No, you are the sinkhole. <laughs> yeah. So look, it's anything is possible, love. Wow. And and as I say to all young actors starting out, yep. never give up. You okay. know, and be prepared for knockback. And what would you say to a fifty-three-year-old actor that's just about to start out? Hang on, I say. Yeah, buy a lottery ticket, honey. You got more chance. (laughs) Jones would be out the back smoking a vase. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so you took my vase. (laughs) Uh, Lynn, it's always great to talk to you. Lynn McGranger's new autobiography, Acting Up, Me, Myself and Irene, is in all good bookstores today. Thank you, Lynn. Love you, Lynn. Thank you so much for your support, guys. Love you a lot. You take care. Jonesy and Amanda's Damnation.